first, when you hear the word Christmas, or when you hear Christmas carols, or when you see some Christmas decorations, what comes first in your mind? Jesus. Oh, that's very holy. <laughs> that's, very, that's very holy. <laughs> Father Christmas. Presence. Oh, that's a bit real. <laughs> Joy. Family. Food, oh yes, of course. So we all have different thinking when it comes to Christmas. Based on my little bit research, the church didn't celebrate the birth of Jesus until the third century because no one knew or could agree on the date. So that December 25 is actually based on bib biblical scholars. Is we, they can't really say the exact date. But for the hospitality, generosity, and knowing that come, God came to earth as a flesh and blood, that is really worth celebrating. So with Christmas delight tonight, we will be talking about Psalm 37, verse 4, which says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. In the Old Testament, I thought before that delighting is pleasing God. But when Jesus comes, it became the joy. Delight, as a verb, it means to please greatly. And as a noun, it is a great pleasure. But before I continue on, I just want to say a quick prayer for, and ask the Holy, Holy Spirit to guide us. Father God in heaven... In the name of Jesus, we praise you that you are always with us. Thank you for forgiving all our sins, O oh Jesus. Lord, hide all my weaknesses, O oh Lord. Let your majestic presence be manifested in this place, O oh God, and not my weaknesses. Lord, control my mouth, even my emotions, O oh Lord, that everything that I will say will give glory and honor only to the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen and amen. So what is the real delight of Christmas? If you say Christmas from the root word itself, it's just like when your teacher asks you, what is the meaning of this? And she will say, from the root word itself, you will know the meaning. <laughs> so from the root word itself, Christmas without Christ is nothing. So it is Christ himself. And the M-A-S, it means my amazing Savior. How wonderful it is that Christmas means Christ as my amazing Savior. So it is very personal. It is very personal. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So before, in order to please God, that is delighting in the Old Testament to please God, you have to, um, you know, like give, you have to give something. Like you, you kill a goat or a sheep or whatever in order to sacrifice but because of Jesus, when Christmas comes, the, the delighting means it's 
having joy in Jesus himself and in God himself. Before I thought that when you say delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart, before I always think that, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. I have to pray more. I have to read the Bible more. I have to, you know, to be always in the church every Sunday or midweek or whatever prayer meeting, always be there. But my friends, when Jesus comes, he said, only by faith that we can please God. Only by faith in Jesus that we can please God. You know the song, you, if you've been naughty or nice, so you have to be good or bad. Otherwise, you know, Santa Claus and come, is coming to town. It's actually not a very good song because sometimes, you know, the gift depends on how much good or bad you are. You know that as a parent, we have to explain to our kids that the gift that we are giving to them is not does not depend on how good or how bad have they been, but it depends on how much we love them. And it is true to our God who sent his only son that he did not send his son because we've been good or we've been nice, we've been kind, we've been truthful. But he sent his only son because of his love to us. So don't, oh, we will always hear that song. So you better watch out. You better, you know, you better watch out if you've been good naughty or nice because Santa Claus is coming to town. But the new song for now, joy to the world, the Lord has come. He has risen upon and the Lord has come to you. Christ, our amazing Savior, is the meaning of Christmas. Different countries have different traditions of celebrating Christmas. Different families and different people do their own different ways and traditions. I remember when I was a kid, Apple is a symbol of Christmas in the Philippines. You know why? Because we only see apple in Christmas time in December. And it is very precious for us little kids. And my grandma will always put uh, apples on our stockings and we don't eat it. Because it is so precious. You know, we sleep with it until the new year. And then we just like smell it. You know, you smell the, the smell of apple is very, very nice. And then I remember before I will sleep with it and put it in the stockings. And every morning when I get up, I will smell the apple. And I just feel like it's Christmas. You know, it's Christmas. But right now, my friends, Christ has given us the opportunity for us to savor him, to taste him every minute of our life. That every time we smile, every time we look at other people, we see Jesus in them. No matter the color of their hair, you know, the, the size of their nose. Because the Filipinos, they said we have a flat nose. But then, you know, like we may have different colors, different height. We might be little or small, but Jesus is within us. And that is the meaning of Christmas. Christ, my amazing Savior. And why is this Jesus so amazing? Because Jesus is the fullness of joy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, 10b. My friends, Jesus is enough. Sometimes we want 
iPhone 20, Samsung 20, but Jesus is even greater than whatever we can get in this world. And why is he so amazing? Because Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and the life. Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. My friends, isn't it so amazing that God himself has revealed his righteousness, his joy, his love, his grace and mercy to Jesus. And he came to earth and we have that kind of relationship with him. That's just one of the reasons why Christmas became so amazing because of Jesus. And number three. Jesus is the true vine. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Other fruit that we relate into Christmas is grapes. Apple and grapes are the most expensive fruit in the Philippines, and we only eat it on Christmas. Usually the grapes, we put it in, you know, you have the table there, and you put a little um, something that you can put the grapes there, and everyone sit around and look at the grapes, and we just feel so happy if you look, if you have a grapes on your table. You know, like, that's Christmas, you know, you're so happy, even if, because the grapes are so expensive, so usually my Grandmom, they will just get half a kilo of it, and they will uh, put it on the, you know, you imagine a table, and you put something that hangs, and then you sit around, and then you look at the grapes, and you have the apples on your stockings, and you are the happiest kid ever in the whole world. You know, that's, that is Christmas, and we usually say that Christmas does not depend on what's on the table, but it depends on who are sitting around the table. You know, like when you are with the family. Yeah, I haven't seen my family at Christmas for five years now, but you are all my family. And Christ is the greatest gift of all. Christ is the ultimate delight of Christmas. The only thing we need to do to delight God is to have faith, and to delight in Him is to have joy no matter what. Christ is our all in all, our redeemer, counselor, way maker, and miracle worker. So when we delight in God, it doesn't matter if all our wishes have been granted, if what have been praying for have been answered, but it always matters who the God that we know. It doesn't matter if what is in our Christmas gift is worth one grand or one dollar. What matters most is that it is from our heart. And our celebration of Christmas should be a reflection of the love and selflessness taught by the Savior. Giving, not getting, brings to full bloom the Christmas spirit. We feel more kindly to one another. It's like you feel like more smiling when it's Christmas and you say, Merry Christmas, you know. And then I hope that this Christmas we give that kind of gift, the gift of love. It may be hard for those who are not lovable and for those who have done not very good to us, but just remember 
We haven't done anything good to Jesus that he loves us so much. And our hearts are softened, enemies are forgiven, friends remembered, and God, we obeyed God. The spirit of Christmas illuminates the picture window of the soul, and we look out upon the world's busy life and become more interested in people than in things. You know, there, there were uh, research that based on statistics, there are so many people who are sad in Christmas Day. Like, and there are some people who even you know, commit suicide on Christmas Day because of sadness. It's because there's so much emptiness within them that on that day, when everyone are rejoicing, when everyone are having their family, when everyone are laughing with their loved ones, they are alone. And you know, sometimes there are people who are always laughing, who are always happy, but deep within, they are crying. And we must be sensitive enough to feel, to feel, to feel that kind of emptiness within. And it's only through Jesus that we can take part of the love that comes from God. And this is, it, it comes from David. He said, I have asked one thing from the Lord. It is what I desire to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. So when we delight ourselves in the Lord, it doesn't mean that we just do the good things. Of course, we have to do the good things, but it doesn't just emanate from that. We delight in him. It means that we have great pleasure in him, that we have joy in him, that no matter what, we are still joyful. And that's why the desires of our heart became the desire of our God for us. Isn't it so amazing that our desire is not dependent anymore on what we want, but it is dependent on what God wants for us. That's why it is so good to just delight in the Lord so that all the desires of our heart will be given unto us. So worry no more. I mean, it's so hard to say that. I mean, even me, I, I cannot say that I don't worry. But yes, worrying is the antidote of faith. You know, like we can never have faith if, if we always worry. Yes, it's... So always remember... This Christmas and every day of our life, Christmas means Christ, my amazing Savior. It is so good to know that we have that kind of Savior who came to earth for the sake of us. And Christ is the ultimate delight of Christmas, the one thing that we always want to be with. I mean, there are so many people who doesn't know Christ. And I think that's our mission. That is our mission, that we know Jesus and we share to them. It doesn't mean that we, you know, we bombard them with verses or with whatever, but we bombard them with love. I think no one can resist love. But if you say all the verses in the Bible, they'll get upset with you. 
I mean, it's good to know all the verses in the Bible, but if you just know someone for the first time and they talk in John 3.16 and Romans 3.23, and what do you think of them? You know, it's just, but if someone is so kind to you, someone is so loving, and, you know, if you're hurrying up and they did not cut on you, you're, you're driving and you did not yell even if someone's just cutting on you, you know, you're getting some food and someone just, overtake on you and they get all the best food and you don't get the best match but you're still happy you know like you feel joy that kind of joy it is so hard actually to be a Christian actually it is impossible to be a Christian without Jesus without because we cannot do anything that's why he said apart from me you cannot do anything and apart from him we can never have joy we can do this, we can do that, we can have this, we can have that. But if we don't have Jesus, we will always be asking for more. But God is our Redeemer, our Counselor, our Waymaker, Miracle Worker. Jesus, you are my strength when I am weak. And Jesus, you are the only treasure that I seek. You are the most precious jewel that I have. And you are the greatest all in all in my life. And if we declare that, we will have that kind of joy. Of course, we still want to have some gifts. And we still have to give some gifts. But no matter what, we still have that kind of joy. Do you feel happy? Do you feel joy or do you feel sad now when you think about Christmas? Happy? Happy. Joyful. <laughs> now I'm just teasing you. So we're all happy and we're joyful. And we should see it in your face, actually. I could see it in Julie's face. I could see it in Judy's face. So when we come out from this place, the challenge is there. My friends, it's so nice to be goody-goody sitting in this church. You know, it's so good to feel like, oh, holy, holy, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen. But you know what? When you go out, that's the real challenge. That's the real challenge when you get in the bus and someone's not smelling so good. <laughs> when you get on your car and someone just cut you through. When your wife nags you. When your husband's not so nice at you. I mean, I'm not saying that they're all here. They're all outside. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, we're all... It's so easy to be a Christian when you're in a good situation, isn't it? It's so good to celebrate Christmas when everything's going so right. But how about when things go wrong? Where do we put Christ? Where do we put Christ when the bills are piling up and the postmaster is just around the corner giving you more? It's so hard. But Jesus is saying, I am enough. I am enough. Delight in me, and I will give the desires of your heart. The battle is real. So we cannot just, I cannot just be standing here that 
24-7 of my life, I'm goody-goody and I'm nicey-nicey, you know, that I'm a good person or I'm the best person. Of course, we can never be. We can never be. We are all a work in progress. And I believe that every one of us here, that's what we want to, to be a work in progress. And just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey as God works through us. Sometimes it might be bumpy. Sometimes it might be smooth. Sometimes we might fall. Sometimes we might just even feel nothing. Sometimes you might just be gazing and looking like you're daydreaming. But actually it's nighttime. So how can you daydream when it's nighttime? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, 76, happy birthday. You are so blessed. Happy, happy birthday. Yes, God has done so amazingly good. Yes, we want to do the right thing in life, and we want to be happy. So this Christmas, I wish you all a very, very blessed Christmas. And always remember, Christ, my amazing Savior, gives a smile on our face, even there's a tears in our eyes. Because the love that comes from Him does not depend on whatever is around, but depends on what's in our heart. May we all have a joyful and joyous Christmas and have a blissful, blessed 2021. COVID no more, hopefully. <laughs> God bless you and uh, Merry Christmas.